0: Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC.
1: 1231, we are back on the Central Arkansas campus in the Student Center. This is one of the best smelling buildings in, uh, in all of Central Arkansas. Why don't you give me that look? Give me that look like I said something wrong. You make me nervous, Wes.
2: do uh, your check just tweeted out, you don't have this problem. But supply chain issues with red paint,
0: and they can't paint the entire end zone red.
1: How much of the end zone can they
0: paint red? There you go. You know, there, there are supply chain issues that show up everywhere that you wouldn't even expect. So we, we don't have fireworks tonight because of supply chain issues. I have some sparklers in the back of my car. Would you like to use those? <laughs> that would help. <laughs> it's just strange. We ordered them in May. That is you know, bizarre. I mean, it's just, it doesn't make any sense.
1: Dr. Brad Teague joining us here at Central Arkansas. Uh, never at a loss for red paint. Don't don't need any. But the other thing is, you're not at a loss for purple paint either because, well, you got the stripes permanently on the field. Synthetic. Smart. Right. It's very smart to yeah, do that. Yeah, no
0: supply chain issues there.
1: And you guys replaced them last, last year. year? Yeah. yeah,
0: this would be the second year on the new surface. Gotcha. That's right. And then the, they were installed in 2011, Justin. As you recall, we... Released and announced that we were installing stripes on April Fool's Day, 2011. So no one knew if we were serious or not, and we were. You were? (laughs) We were. What other – did you resurface other facilities last year? We did, yeah. Everything got it, so baseball, softball, and and football. Okay. Sure did.
1: What's the cost uh, benefit on turf versus grass? You know,
0: so in 2010, when we decided we really needed synthetic surface – so so the issue was, back in the South and Commerce, we were the only school then with natural grass. And we thought that was an advantage. And then one day, our, our former coach was like, you know, we don't ever get to practice on the game field because we don't want to tear up the grass. So we probably, it would benefit us to have synthetic opportunity there. So we started doing the cost-benefit analysis, and you would be amazed. So, you know, one employee, um, all the paint, all the watering, fertilizer, everything, it paid for itself. Wow. Yep, absolutely. And now... Of course, the first installation was much more expensive because of the infrastructure, the, the concrete underneath, now it's just putting carpet back on top, basically. Yeah. So when you replace every 10 years, it's a lot less expensive.
1: In 10 years, did the turf itself improve, or was it pretty much the same stuff?
0: Yes, yeah. So this new turf is much much better technology, yes. Okay. Absolutely. It's cooler, right? and It is cooler. So the infill this time, instead of black rubber, you know, we have this white, silicone, something, something, you know, some kind of chemical. And so, it, yeah, it's 20 degrees uh, cooler with the sun and heat on it. That's a huge difference. Big time, yeah. big time, yeah. I have to make the
1: uh, ever-so-risky uh, decision. My parking, um, by the way, they have uh, the mobile parking now where you can park outside here. Uh-huh. Uh, it's going to end at 1247, so I have to f- decide, am I going to live on the edge or am I going to feed the meter for 50 cents more? Well,
0: here's the deal. You're going to turn that into being reimbursed anyway, so go ahead and feed the meter. I mean, he knows me too well. I've been yeah. working for you for too long.
1: <laughs> so what? What you know? There's a level of anticipation on campus, especially. In, and Coach Brown was saying this is about as excited as people have been maybe since his first year about the team. There's a lot of new faces. I think people are excited to see Will McElveen. I'm excited. as a guy who's going to call the game to see him in action. But what's a day? You know, first day of the of the year as far as football goes for you like?
0: Yeah. Well, just running. You know, everybody on staff. You look at their face and, and they're frazzled and, and trying to get everything done by game time. And and whether it's supply chain or procrastination or whatever else, not not our staff being the procrastinators, other folks that they have to work with maybe, we're still just under the gun to get things done right before kickoff, and so it's it's uh, a lot of anxiety over there, a lot of stress, and uh, they're doing a great job, and we'll be ready. It's going to look good. It's going we're going to be packed out. We've got overflow crowd for the end zone. I mean, it's going to be a big night. Um, just won't have fireworks. But I mean, we'll be fine. But maybe some sports. <laughs> yeah.
2: how, how excited are you for the start? Because you get a you know month or so off without now. I mean, you have volleyball, cross country, football, everything cranking back up.
0: That's right. Yeah. Well So you know, both soccer's and volleyball and cross country runs today in, in Little Rock. So they've already cranked up, and so here's the the first football game, and uh, that's exciting. Mm-hmm. I and mean, especially to be opening on Thursday night at home. I mean, that just really creates the most excitement. I think that you can have. Was that your call? It is, yeah. Uh, you know, we can't do it it's every brilliant. year. I think it's well, great. Well, it, when we have an opportunity to play an FCS opponent first game, we're always going to move that to a Thursday night. Mm-hmm. It's when we have to go and play, you know, a, a guarantee game at an FBS program. If Ole Miss had us on their first weekend, we'd be there on a Saturday. They, they wouldn't mm-hmm. do a Thursday, typically, unless TV – Wanted them to move it, but then they probably would want an SEC matchup, you know, and not against an FCS team. So, anyway, this is really our only opportunity is when it's an FCS game, I mean, uh, week one mm-hmm. that you can move to Thursday night. And it's it's great. I think it's great for our staff. It's great for our fans. You get the weekend off to Labor Day weekend and get to watch other games. So, it's it's a lot of fun.
2: What do you expect attendance-wise tonight?
0: Oh, we'll be probably 11,000, bumping 12. I mean, it's, it's going to be a big one. It's yeah. going to be nice. And awesome. our stadium holds 10, so. You can see it's going to be overflow.
2: It doesn't hurt you being on a Thursday night. It, you
0: know, it doesn't. And, you know, it, it somewhat disrupts uh, campus life a little bit. I mean, we're not able to close down tailgating until 4 p.m. because we've got uh, traffic and bus routes and things of after school that we want to, you know, be sensitive to. So we'll, we'll close down right at 4. That's why we're not playing at 6, really. So give us enough time to tailgate and be ready for a 7 p.m. kick. So there's a little disruptions with, with campus and parking and classes, but we appreciate everybody's patience with that.
1: Has uh, Dr. Davis given the kids off tomorrow with the Bears win tonight? No. Okay, no. Well, that's unfortunate. You
0: know, and we did submit that uh, social media post, and that was fun. It was just all tongue-in-cheek and fun. And so, please, if anybody really thinks that uh, we have the authorization to give you the opportunity to not go to class tomorrow, that is incorrect. <laughs> you, you You need to go to class tomorrow. But do stay for all the game.
1: Yeah, that yeah. would be good. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping it's a, a blowout and we can leave early. That'd be great.
2: Uh, Speaking so of fun on uh, social media, Your chick was just having fun. He just tweeted another picture. They finished the end zone with red. He says, I'm just messing with you uh, We're having some fun well, on EWAD's social media. UADs are real, real
0: cards. Yeah, That's you a, guys yeah. love to mess with us, huh? Well, sometimes, sure. Why, why not? I'm glad you're watching.
2: Well, Dr. Uh, we, we were talking a little bit. I guess it was Coach Brown. Yeah, it was Nathan Brown. Today's a blur. And I asked him who he'd like to play, who you know he would like you to schedule. He mentioned Arkansas. Are there talks, discussions yet of that possibility?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So Hunter and I have have spoken about it for sure, and and I'm hopeful by the end of the decade that, that we'd be able to play there. Um, certainly, you know, they've scheduled out, you know, deep into the, the de- decade, and we have two, and so when there's an opportunity, I think we can. I mean, he's they're already scheduled to play everybody else in Division One in Arkansas, so we are we would be the next logical choice. So I think so.
1: You know the old saying, three's a charm, Doc? What are the odds we go back to Hawaii sometime in the next ten
0: years? <laughs> well, let's see. We went in 09 and then in 19, so – 20, 29, 29, 29. Yeah, slide it, it down.
1: got to stick around. <laughs> uh, next year we we're, and again, haven't played a game this year, so we go go ahead and just knock out the 22 schedule first. But next year is interesting. We were talking about it with Coach Brown, too, at Oak State, at UAPB, and then to North Dakota State, which, yeah. for your fans, those are a couple of really cool trips early in the season next year. But And this year's cool, too. I mean, Idaho State, I mean, you get some really unique
0: places with the, the league move, and then some of this non-con stuff. Yeah, no, I, it's, it's nice to be playing some different FCS opponents and certainly some national brands, obviously, North Dakota State being the one. Um, so, you know, we went there in 2020. We're going back 2023, and then they come to us in 25, I believe. So um, that's that's nice to have uh, North Dakota State here on our campus will be a big big deal. 26, it looks like. In so, 26, yes. okay. It all runs together. Yeah.
1: Um, what, what Are there additional challenges now because of the uncertainty with conferences and things? Are, are schools less Yes. Uh, eager.
0: Yes. So, what we have signed currently, especially with FBS, uh, is is where we are for now. So we're 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 scheduled out through 2025. So we go uh, Oklahoma State, as you mentioned, then to Arkansas State in 2024, and then we go to Missouri in 2025. So I'm looking for 2026, 27, 28, and none of those schools want to do anything until we hear what the NCA comes down with and what. What is Division One at that point? So, do you think there will understand.
1: be? Do you think there will be an additional um, classification?
0: I think so. I do, and I don't know how they will. What the criteria will be to be in the various cl- uh, uh, classifications um, or subdivisions? So right now, you know, it's it's eighty-five scholarships is FBS and sixty-three is FCS. I could see one hundred. Then an 85, then a 63, then a 50. You know, there there could be that many, and you just got to kind of pick where you think you ought to be. And we always want to be, at least in that second tier. You know, we don't want to fall behind that.
2: So you think it'll be scholarships that makes the division, not so much because everyone talks about conference realignment, and it's almost like four conferences, superpowers, super conferences will make up the upper tier.
0: That's right, and 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 I think they will, and they'll have some scholarship. They may not have a scholarship limit. I mean, we're hearing that all of the current maximums become minimums so if 85 is your current maximum it's now a minimum you got to at least give 85 and up to your roster size so baseball will go from 11.7 up to 35 or whatever the roster size will be at that time you could give as a division one program now it will be by conferences because the the new power three or four whatever it may be can't afford to give scholarships up to their roster limits other conferences could not. So the A-Sun may decide, well, we want to stay with what they were, 11.7 baseball. Maybe we go to 13 because baseball um, is the least funded aid in mm-hmm. sport of all the sports per student athlete. So, But, but as, as a conference, we could decide how do we want to play with each other, how, how much aid can we afford to give in the various sports. So I think that is what's coming. Uh, as far as the, the subdivisions, I don't know how that might break down, but I think it would be based on aid. What's uh, what's the NIL impact around here? What have you guys seen? You know, we, we, we've had a little bit. I mean, nothing like you read nationally. Um, certainly no million-dollar deals, but we've had some, some nice things happen here, and the most significant part was, you know, our, our Chamber of Commerce, our Conventions and Visitor, Visitors Bureau that came to us last year and wanted to do something where our student athletes would be educated in finances and in NIL and in life skills, and then they would use them to advertise for the city. And so that's been a, a good benefit for us.
2: That's really cool. Yeah. That's beneficial for all parties. Absolutely, right there. yeah. That's and and we're
0: not—we're talking a few thousand dollars a semester, you know. I mean, nothing just outrageous. So I mean, I think it makes a lot of sense.
2: Better than what they had. That's right. And there was nothing. Yeah. Basically coming in. When I, um, I'm fascinated with the, the talk of the uh, future, and where does where do you think UCA fits with all that?
0: You know, Wes, we we want to make sure that we are Division One first and foremost, and that again. As football goes, we want to be right under the, the power leagues. We want to be right there with them. We want to play with Arkansas State. We want to be in that group. That's what we want our brand to be. Uh, in other sports, I think we compete well. I mean, again, our ASUN conference, our move to that conference has been good. We're very proud of that move. We're glad we did it, especially looking now and seeing what's happening in other leagues. So we think we're, we're solidified there. The problem we have is in footballs. we only now have five you know, active, full members in the ASUN football. So we're trying to figure out that component as well in that piece.
1: Yeah, somebody asked me about that uh, yesterday. I guess I was doing an interview with the Missouri State folks. What, um, what is the conversation? I mean, and how many – what's a good number? What's a perfect number? Well, you
0: have to have six. Currently <laughs> in the FCS you have to have six to be eligible for an automatic qualification to the – tournament the uh, playoffs and so we have five right um we have a two-year grace period so we have two more years even with five we can still have an automatic qualification so we could still we've got the WAC out there who would like to partner with us in some way um if you remember the old gateway conference which is now the Missouri Valley football conference they many of their teams are not in the Missouri Valley so they've just done a football conference we could do something like that with the WAC um you know the A Sun though loves our Southeast region area, and so we're hoping to kind of figure it out within the southeastern region, um, and, and stay with that geographic footprint and around those great markets that we have, and and really is the Sun Belt Conference footprint, the SEC footprint. We feel like that makes sense mm-hmm. to be in those areas, so that's kind of where we're focused. But at the end of the day, we got to do something, and and to make this football piece work.
1: This will be your last uh, Saturday off until. I guess October 22nd, or at least w- without a football game. That's right. Um, and obviously you travel to a lot of the road games too. What's uh, what's this Saturday look like for you? What do you do on a, on a football Saturday when there's no Bear, bear football?
0: Um, Going to crank up the grill and watch a lot of football. That's good. I'm mm-hmm. a yep. fan this weekend. That's right.
1: And uh, volleyball is underway. I think we
0: already mentioned that briefly but yeah uh, no they, they had a great first weekend and they're down in Houston this weekend at another tournament but went 3-0 and last weekend up at Missouri State's tournament and uh, a lot of new faces there and some freshmen from, from Arkansans who are making an impact uh, one from Benton is Lacey Bohannon who's really started out real well she was uh, player of the week, uh, freshman player of the week, and she already set a kills record at UCA in her second match. Wow! So pretty good. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah,
2: volleyball across the state of Arkansas at the high school levels
0: blowing up. It's gotten a lot better. West, it, you've right. seen
2: numbers at some schools. There are more girls playing volleyball than basketball. Yeah, and that yeah. hasn't always been the case. Are you seeing the popularity in college? Is that is it volleyball yeah. Yeah, it's rising? Got, it is.
0: It is. It's. It has risen a lot just like you're seeing in our, our high schools and just think Arkansas was behind a lot of other states in the volleyball popularity for a long time and so it's it's risen now to that point but yeah nationally in volleyball it's it's a big deal I, I wouldn't say it's outpaced basketball yet but it's it's really really doing well
2: my new weekend sports anchor at uh, Fox 16 you know, played vo- uh, beach volleyball for Florida State Wow. And uh, she was talking about the the number of programs okay. beach volleyball in college, but they even have it in high school. I don't know if anybody in high school here in Arkansas that has it. Mm-mm. Are you guys the uh, beach volleyball in in the state of Arkansas? We're the, the only college? Division That's One program.
0: I um, there are some Division Two programs that are playing now, but you'll see more and more at beach volleyball. It's just a great sport, and it's really n- not a large impact to the budget. So uh, I think it makes a lot of sense, and it's absolutely growing in popularity. And we'd love to reach out to y- your new sports partner anchor and uh, get her involved with our program yeah Yeah, i know she'd love to
1: you know uh your former bear land and trustee's daughter's down there plays volleyball at florida state she's good yeah yeah that whole trustee family's pretty darn good yeah athletes i mean other than him they're all pretty cool too i I really like (laughs) that crew so yeah well doc appreciate you having us uh, on campus today it's uh, gonna have plenty of time to prep for the game tonight so i'm just gonna go hang out in the booth all afternoon which is my favorite place this time of year so excited about it. you
0: can you come to our office too if you want to okay what's going on over there Lots okay. Lots of running around. Just uh, don't talk to anybody. Just no. kind of keep your head down and look it's, into your computer. I need to get quiet. And That's get what he wants little to little do is to put his head down. Yeah.
2: Like on a couch for a nap. Yeah. Start focusing. Might you do can that. do that. Yeah. I'm, I actually, I'm more of a car napper. And put the
1: just lay the seat back and I've taken a couple naps outside the old stadium a few times
0: with it in park right yeah obviously okay yeah I don't drive asleep just but, making uh, sure yeah
1: no it's good I mean you know me well enough obviously that's something I would definitely <laughs> attempt um doc thanks for having us again good luck Thank tonight. you all for being here yeah. this fun yeah good yeah. fun great first day yeah appreciate you very much